Welcome to The Teacher's Story. I'm Jackie Scully. This is a podcast to elevate teacher voice. In this program, you will hear teachers sharing their journey into this profession and their ideas for education. This is about honest, vulnerable, inspiring storytelling. It's a time and a space for teachers to share their ideas for the future of education. Teachers are beautiful beings who give their heart and soul to their community. They're innovators. They're inspirational, not only to children, but to the people around them and they deserve to share their voice. So welcome to The Teacher's Story. Enjoy. Hi, welcome to The Teacher's Story. This is Jackie Scully, and today I have diary entry number four in the series of six diary entries that I have planned since fall 2022. And today I am going to be sharing with you about my recent uh, trip to Germany, where I led a group of 18 seniors on a history and cultural tour throughout five different cities in Germany, and actually a sixth uh, town as well. That was a surprise on our trip. And I just got back on Friday, late uh, March 31st. And so this is kind of in real time. Um, So this posting of this episode will be airing a little bit later on Sunday, April 2nd, as I'm recording this morning on Sunday. So it is pretty much in real time. Um, This is a trip that I've been planning since fall 2019. I always wanted to do a really authentic, deep history trip. And I had the opportunity um, to look at the intensive learning program at my current school, when I first started back in 2018, I thought, wow, this would be a great opportunity to plan such a trip. We have this program called Intensive Learning, where the whole upper school, ninth through 12th grade, participates in different local, domestic, and international trips the week before our spring break. We do this every year. Of course, over the pandemic, we have not been able to do this. Starting last year, we were just able to do um, local and domestic trips. And I wanted to wait to hold off since I was um, planning this Germany trip and it was on the back burner uh, for the last few years. So finally, we got the green light last spring to start planning international trips and my trip got approved. And starting fall of 2022, I uh, presented this trip and had 18 seniors sign up that were very, very much excited about learning about the history. It's a trip centered around World War II and the Cold War but there were also a lot of other historical um, tours that focused on like medieval times and like the birthplaces of many towns and cities and also some cultural aspects to the tours and the places that we were seeing. The tour included um, visiting Berlin, Leipzig, Dresden, Nuremberg, Munich, and we had a special um, side tour of the town Bamberg, which we were staying in outside of Nuremberg. So in total, we really had to, we had this opportunity to see six different towns and cities. Um, The trip was from Thursday, March 23rd to Friday, the 31st. It was just a couple of days ago. Uh, We went to school a full day on Thursday, the 23rd of March, and then left right after school. Uh, Took a long day of travel, connected in Frankfurt, and finally ended in Berlin on Friday, the 24th, March 24th. While we were in Berlin, we had um, quite the adventure. Uh, The first night in, we took a subway into the city, um, pouring rain. The weather was very up and down during our whole trip, 
but we got to start to walk around and see some of the city. And then the next day we had a full tour of the Berlin Wall, Brandenburg Gate, Reichstag, the parliament, and we got to visit a Holocaust memorial, which was this beautiful, really moving memorial of over like 2,000 different stones that were placed in a way to kind of give this weight and heaviness to the feeling of um, the Holocaust itself. And it really was a place where uh, the tour guide just let us explore and give our perspective on this memorial and not really sharing or interjecting too much of kind of the meaning and purpose of it. Um, and it's really about, you know, up to each individual's interpretation. So I thought that was really beautiful. Seeing the Berlin Wall for me was always a really big bucket list as a history teacher. Um, I'm currently teaching the Cold War in my 20th century history class right now. So when we get back from spring break, um, there will be lots to share about this journey. Uh, we ventured on to Leipzig. So we took a bus uh, throughout East Germany and then into West Germany. And Leipzig was a town I didn't know much about, but it is a place where Bach had a lot of his early years of experience producing music for the church there and um, lots of like wonderful, you know, places to commemorate for other um, important people in Germany, like uh, Gerter, which is a famous writer. And then also, I did not know this, but Leipzig was one of the first places for a peaceful protest to protest against communism during the time of the Cold War and before the wall fell in 1989, Leipzig was the town where this protest really kind of started to bring this energy to ending the um, the split of East and West Germany and Berlin. And then soon after the wall came down after this protest in Leipzig. So really cool history. Um, we then went on to Dresden, um, a couple of hours south of Leipzig. And that's also part of, you know, now it's one Germany, but you could really see the difference of what was East and West Germany. So it's Eastern Germany. And we went to this military museum and focused on World War II. And it was very emotional because the tour guide um, was very stoic and often talking about even parts of the Holocaust and just the rise of Adolf Hitler and um, the Nazi party, it just came off very dry and cold. And it, it didn't really sit well with a lot of our students and myself and chaperone. So afterwards, we had a meeting for worship in the museum where we sat in a circle um, in silence for about 15 minutes for students to share. And they, uh, they shared very beautiful reflections about perspective. Um, and also just museums themselves and how sometimes it's best when things are self-guided where you can take in your own interpretation and perspective and it felt really real to be in this museum in East Germany and the perspective that our tour guide shared with us that was our tour guide throughout the trip Klaus Kramer about um, many in East Germany may still have the perspective of feeling abandoned during the Cold War and that the America and the West, uh, really, you know, focusing on Western Germany, um, kind of left Eastern Germany to communism and, you know, how people were living back then. So to really kind of dive into that perspective was really interesting, but it was a place where we first had this meeting for worship experience, which we then had many more times throughout the trip when we were diving into some heavier history and perspective. So 
overall, it was really meaningful to have that, that time. We then went on to the next day in a Dresden walking tour where it started to snow. We had uh, flurries. It was about 25, 30 degrees. And yes, the weather was definitely wild uh, in late March in Germany. Um, and we came across this beautiful church. It was a Protestant church with a statue of Martin Luther um, outside of it, commemorating his time there in Dresden. And then this church had a big globe that was up um, above the pews and this big banner outside the church about, you know, the climate and how we're all part of this time to really take care of the earth. And I thought that was this beautiful connection between church and religion and climate and nature and community and coming together and how this church wanted to support, you know, climate change and taking care of our earth and community. So that was a really kind of moving moment. We then took what would have been a three or three and a half hour tour or drive to Nuremberg. Um, and we got stuck in quite a bit of traffic because there was a major accident on the Autobahn. And uh, in that time could have been quite frustrating, but our students played games, had a dance party, were silly and fun on the tour, on the bus. And so it was almost five hours until we got to Nuremberg. And our first tour there was something that very much was another bucket list moment. And we went to the Nuremberg War Crimes Trial courtroom and the uh, exhibition that walks through the whole trial. So we got to actually sit in the actual courtroom where the war crime trials took place after World War II, which was unbelievable um, and such a moving moment. And I think there was this feeling of here is a exhibition that did it right. Uh, it was self-guided. It was an audio tour. And students really enjoyed that exhibition. There was so many wonderful primary sources and videos and documents and personal accounts from the trial itself. Um, and then from there, we had a wonderful dinner along the water. And the next day, we got to have a really beautiful, I think it was one of our best days of the tour um, of Nuremberg and Bamberg, which was the town we were staying in, which is a beautiful little medieval town. Um, and then one thing that stood out in Bamberg, not only was this quaint medieval town with wonderful little bakeries and shops, but there were these plaques in front of homes that were memorializing individual people who were taken from those homes. So that was their home where they lived and taken to ghettos and then concentration camps. And on the plaque, it had their name, the concentration camp where they were taken to and, um, our tour guide, Klaus, uh, let us know that these plaques are throughout Germany um, in front of people's homes, but we noticed many of them in this town of Bamberg. And it was something that really stayed with us about how much uh, Germany makes it a point to memorialize and commemorate these lives and make it very personal. Often on this trip, we did a lot of comparison between Germany and America and how we reckon with our history, particularly the dark parts of our history and how we memorialize people. And we found that Germany has really done a very good job with reckoning its dark history of World War II and the Nazi party um, and how it's very serious. We talked about this as our next tour was to the documentation center and Nazi party grounds that um, our tour guide shared with us that it's illegal 
and we read about this earlier, to obviously do the Nazi salute, to even talk about, you know, Adolf Hitler, obviously glorify fascism or anything in that way out loud. Um, you can get arrested and fined. The tour guide mentioned on a tour, there was a student um, from another country that on the Nazi party grounds up on the area where Hitler would stand and give his speeches did the Nazi salute and there's cameras everywhere all over those grounds and there's people who are jogging by looking like just regular citizens um, but they are disguised and they are cops and this person got arrested um, was imprisoned fine for you know doing the Nazi salute particularly at the Nazi party grounds so they take it very very seriously our tour guide also shared with us that Every student throughout school in Germany, um, at least one time, will have um, a field trip to a concentration camp. Um, and it's something that is built into their curriculum. And they really make it a point to know this history and not only know it, but really feel it and understand it. Um, so that, of course, this never happens again. So I thought that there were many interesting points about how Germany really. Um, deeply reckons with their history and something that we often reflected on on this trip. We had another meeting for worship on the bus after we visited the Nazi party rally grounds because it was very intense to feel that sense of power and weight. Um, and many of our students talked about that, the the power of that kind of power and weight and, and to feel this sense of being there, but really to to recognize that feeling. And we often talked about this, especially leading into going to a Dachau concentration camp, um, not only seeing history or reading or seeing primary sources or sites, but feeling it. And I think that was a very powerful message from this whole trip. We had dinner that evening with a former student who is from Germany, from Nuremberg, who I taught actually a couple of years ago in 11th grade she was an exchange student, so we got to meet up with her for dinner, which was so wonderful. Um, Nuremberg's just a beautiful, beautiful city, and we got a lot of time to walk around the markets, and the students got to rent scooters and scoot around the old city of Nuremberg and up to a castle and look over the whole city. So it was a really, really special day. From there, we went on to Munich. Um, before we headed to Munich, we did go on a tour to Dachau Concentration Camp Memorial, and that was very powerful, um, really emotional. We have a couple of Jewish, Jewish students on our trip. And there was this time afterwards to really deeply reflect together in another um, more um, involved and deeper meeting for worship on the bus where we had students journal about their experience, talk about it and share. And it was um, this time I felt like we really connected as a community and held each other in community and then felt that we had the support there for one another because it was a really tough day um, and tough moment. But I think something that will stay with all of us for a long time. I had a couple of students come up to me the next day to share that that was the most powerful meeting for worship they've ever had. And often meeting for worship, we have this at school every Wednesday. Um, it's not something students look forward to or really get a lot out of, <clears throat> and particularly in this time where our meeting house has been um, 
it's being renovated right now. So it's been closed all year and we've been just in an auditorium, which could be very hard to feel that sense of space for um, silent reflection. But these couple of students shared the next day after Dachau um, that they really understood the purpose of meeting for worship and how sitting in silence was so meaningful for them and that they recognize that's not something that's easy to do or that many people could do, but it was so meaningful and powerful to do that, particularly after visiting this um, concentration camp and memorial. So that was a very powerful moment. Um, from there, we went to Munich. We got to spend some downtime walking around. The following day, which was our last tour day, we got to visit the BMW headquarters, which was a lot of fun. Um, Olympia Park from the Olympic Games of 1972. And we went up to the top of the tower there at Olympia Park and got to see the whole grounds and then had a wonderful walking tour, um, again, in the rain, <laughs> slightly cold and windy, uh, with this very exuberant tour guide, Michael, who told us all about the history of Munich and the history of the flags of Bavaria and Munich and Germany. Um, and while there, this happened a few times while we were visiting Berlin and then Munich, where it was a protest. And we got to see many protests throughout um, visiting Berlin and Munich, particularly those cities, and how vibrant um, civics is part of you know, German society. And we talked about that a lot, since it's very common to have these protests and very peaceful, organized, often involving music and like a concert. And it's really quite an event. Um, this particular protest in Munich by the town hall was for doctors and doctors pay. So we also talked about how maybe like difference of pay and professions between Germany and America because they have universal health care. We do not could be different. And so um, that was really interesting to see the such civic involvement in many of these cities. Um, we had a great last dinner and one of our students, um, aunt and uncle lives in Munich. So got to join us for dinner and really had this special night, our last night there as we took off then the next day on the 31st. And, um, you know, everything just was, you know, there were, there were bumpy times in the beginning getting organized with our tour guide, but the flights were everything smooth, connecting. The students were super responsible. No one lost anything, lost a passport. Everyone took care of one another. Everyone was super respectful. And there were so much times of joy and laughter, particularly on our bus rides, and then times of great sadness and sorrow and reckoning with heavy history, but holding each other in community. And I left the students with this message as we came home that I was truly proud of them because we went into an intensive learning trip that was very different than the others and many in the past, that this truly was a very heavy history trip um, where there were a lot of times where it was very difficult to get through, but we came together in community and used our um, cultural elements of our school, like meeting for worship, to really reflect and share deeply about our experiences, and that this was a trip of diving in and feeling history, and I think we accomplished that, and I think that's something that will stay with all of us forever. I know that this time with my students and the chaperones will forever be part of my life experience and in my heart, 
Um, I feel very blessed to have this opportunity. This is my first time leading an international trip. I've chaperoned on other trips before, and I look forward to doing more in the future. So uh, thank you all for listening to my story, sharing about this student trip to Germany over the last week. And I um, look forward to sharing a couple more diary entries uh, this season. I'll have one for the first year anniversary of this podcast, which will be in May during Teacher Appreciation Week. And then the last one of this season will be um, at the end of the school year in mid-June. So thank you all and have a wonderful day. And I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend and week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Teacher's Story. If you like this story, please subscribe and leave a review. You can also follow this podcast on YouTube and subscribe and leave a comment. All reviews help this podcast keep going and elevating teacher voices. <music>